Welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm your host, Megan, a mindset coach passionate about helping you feel empowered to be your most authentic and confident self. In these episodes, you can expect to find raw and honest solo conversations, practical tips, inspiring interviews and insights that will cover topics like self-awareness, self-development, anxiety, health, and so much more. If you're ready to take back ownership of your life and feel confident to step into who you truly are, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Become You podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about when healthy optimism can turn into toxic positivity. And I want to talk about this because I've actually been on the complete opposite end of the spectrum as well, where I was in this toxic negativity cycle, right? Where nothing seemed good for me. Nothing seemed positive and that's a really toxic cycle to be in as well, right? This mindset of I'm just waiting for the next thing to go wrong. I'm waiting for the next thing to show up that's going to fuck up my life because nothing ever goes right for me. So on that end of the spectrum, that's really toxic. And also it means that that kind of stuff is going to continue to show up in your life when you believe that this is all there is. It's really shit life sucks. That's what's going to continue to show up for you because on an energetic level in your nervous system, that is what feels safe. That is what feels familiar. So if you believe that to be true, then the universe is going to keep sending you things that actually align with that, that actually confirm that bias. It's really hard to get out of that cycle. So there was a time where optimism for me felt unattainable, right? Like, I don't feel good about things. I don't feel positive about things. And it seemed really unrealistic. And I had this view of people that were happy, that were positive as being fake or as that being something that I was never going to reach. I was never going to feel that way. That wasn't possible for me. And then I did some healing right? I did some fucking work. I worked on my shadows. I worked on the part of myself that I was disowning, that I was denying. I did a lot of inner child work and I looked at where I was actually projecting my own bullshit out into the world and how our thoughts actually create our reality, right? So I started to understand that there's a reason that I feel like life is against me right? Things are happening to me. I'm in this victim mentality. And the reason is because I choose to believe that to be the truth. And the more that I choose that, the more it shows up. And so I actually had to learn to change my thoughts, right? And change my beliefs, which led me to this place of more peace, more calm, more fulfillment, more contentment, And I'm a lot happier in my life now that I can accept that the world is never working against me. It's actually always working for me, even when there are challenges, even when things seemingly go to shit. I truly believe that there's a reason that happens. And I get to choose the story that I put alongside things that happen in my life, right? I can choose to decide that life's shit and these things happen because the world's against me. 
or I can choose to understand that these things are being shown to me because some of them might be tests, some of them might be things that are actually going to lead me to growth, they're going to lead me into my next evolution and that's why they show up, right? There's even this piece around grief and loss and how we can really see that as one of the worst things to happen and don't get me wrong, it's fucking awful, but when we feel grief, when we feel such despair and loss, we couldn't feel that if we hadn't also felt this profound love and connection and deep sense of gratitude for a person, right? So we get to experience all of it and we get to decide the perspective we want to take on it and how we actually want to move through it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between healthy optimism okay, looking on the bright side of life and this toxic positivity. And I do see this, this theme of toxic positivity show up, especially in some spiritual places, some even coaching spaces where there's a lot of spiritual bypassing that happens where it's all about being love and light, positivity, And that can actually bypass our own emotions and it can invalidate our own emotions. So spaces that are promoting things like love and light only, positive vibes only, like rising above any of that negativity um, or even like looking down on other people's experiences and expression of their challenges, right? Like, oh, we don't go into that vibration. We don't go into that low vibration of, of sharing our negative thoughts or our um, hard times or just labeling other people as the problem. Okay. Like they're not going to come into my space because they're negative or even this sense of entitlement. I am better than that person because I'm love and light and I don't have these negative thoughts. And the reason that I think this is fundamentally fucking wrong is because it's a lie. Nobody, no human being on this earth, when they are living their truth, when they are being authentically themselves, doesn't experience negative emotions or thoughts or beliefs or go through challenging times. It is just unrealistic to assume that anybody goes through life and they only experience happiness and they only experience gratitude and they only experience positivity. It's actually fucking bullshit. So the irony in showing up and actually being like only positive vibes is that it's just an avoidance of reality. It's actually some kind of trauma response within this person to say, I'm not going to let any of that negativity in. I'm not going to let myself feel the things I need to feel. I'm not going to let myself feel the big emotions, right? Feel that ugly things that I don't want to feel because obviously it's not a great place to be. And this is why we avoid it in our lives, right? This is why so many people suppress their emotions. They don't want to go there. They don't want to feel the bigness of that hurt and that loss and that feeling of being unlovable or whatever the thing is. That's why we avoid it because it's fucking hard and it's uncomfortable. So people that are showing up saying it's all love and lie and I don't experience that negativity are lying to themselves. Okay. Again, it's a spiritual bypassing and it's living in this world of shoulds 
And this can show up a lot when we're trying to be positive and we're maybe trying to motivate other people, okay? We're trying to get them to change the way that they see the world and their perspective and we want them to feel more positive. So we might give them comparisons. So if they bring something to you that's seemingly a problem for them, instead of validating their problem, instead of being like, yeah, I really see you and that must be difficult, we actually tell them that people have it worse, right? Yeah, I see you're going through this thing, but imagine those people in that country that are going through this thing. Like you don't have it as bad as other people. And on the surface, it can feel like you're helping that person see it from a different perspective, but really you're just denying their experience and you're invalidating their feelings and there's nothing fucking positive about that. What we do on an unconscious level when we are in this cycle of toxic positivity is actually shame ourselves out of feeling big emotions. This all comes from a place of I shouldn't feel this way. And I know that all of us experience this and have experienced this at some point where you have something come up for you. Maybe it's around a past relationship or a friendship and Maybe you feel this sense of loss or you're just really upset by something and you sort of say to yourself, oh, but I shouldn't feel that. That was in the past. That's like six months ago. That was a year ago, like whatever. I thought that was gone. I don't deserve to feel this way. I should just get over it. This is an invalidation of self. This is saying you don't have the right to feel this thing. You should be over it. And the really funny thing about emotions is that They are literally coming up as a messenger to let you know that something needs some love and attention and that this energy can actually be moved, right? Emotions are energy in motion. So when we ignore them, when we tell ourselves, oh, we shouldn't feel that, that's not right, people have it worse, we're actually not giving that energy space to be moved through the body, to actually be processed and acknowledged so that we can actually feel better. So we can actually like lay that to rest and be able to move forward. When we're in these cycles of telling ourselves we shouldn't feel, we skip that. We don't allow ourselves to process what needs to be processed in order to actually move on. So it also is a denial of expression, not only in ourselves, but in other people. So people will deny your reality. They'll tell you you need to be grateful. They'll tell you people have it worse and you can feel shameful about that. And also I feel like toxic positivity on a cellular level feels contractive. It feels almost ick, and I don't like that word, but like it feels, oh, because I'm denying my reality. I want to make it really clear here that I'm not saying that we all need to indulge in negative behavior. I'm not saying that everyone's problem that they bring to light, they should address all the time. We shouldn't live in this pandering of and almost fueling this negative cycle. I don't believe in that either. I think there's a healthy balance between allowing yourself to feel and allowing yourself to express what comes up for you and not getting stuck there, right? And this is where the healthy optimism comes in because in contrast to toxic positivity, Optimistic mindset is actually an acceptance of all emotions. It is an acceptance of reality. It is the ability to hold 
the duality of life and say, God, I know some things really suck and there's some really fucking challenging things that I've gone through in my life and will continue to go through in my life because that is life. And I'm hurt and I have been heartbroken and I've experienced loss. And maybe you even have had depression or whatever the thing is that you can hold that and you can hold all of the goodness that you have in your life, all of the things that you have to be grateful for. You consciously look for the good. You look for the lessons. Like I said in the beginning, I truly believe that what comes in for us is always there to teach us something. Even in the moment when we feel like this is going to shit. Why is this happening? Well, you know, have those moments of universe, why the fuck are you bringing this to me? that we still get to look back and in hindsight process and say, I know why that happened. There's a reason that challenge was brought to me and this is what I learned from it. And this is how I got to grow from it. And again, that's a choice, right? You get to choose that perspective. You don't get to choose necessarily what comes your way, what gets thrown at you. There are going to be challenges that you don't fucking see coming. There are going to be things in your life that blindside you. If you don't have the ability and the skills and the resources to be able to hold that and allow yourself to feel what comes up in the moment, absolutely, and process it and not get stuck there, then that's what's going to happen. You have to be able to see it for what it is, feel through the things and know that it's not the only thing that exists. And this is where the power comes. The power lies in the and. I'm fucking heartbroken right now and I still have beautiful connections in my life. I'm so fucking disappointed in this situation or this person right now and I'm so grateful for this other thing, right? I'm feeling really anxious or overwhelmed and I'm still happy. You can hold all of that and it's a choice because emotions are fleeting, right? Things come and go and it can be very addictive and we do get addicted to this in staying in our misery. We get addicted to our pain and our suffering and our story and that's where it tips over into this toxic negativity So you aren't ruled by one emotion. You aren't one emotion. In fact, you aren't any of your emotions, okay? Your emotions are just moving through your vessel and you get to acknowledge them and you get to accept them and you get to process them, but you aren't them. And even that in itself can be a really liberating thing to come to understand. That I am not my emotions. I might feel them, but I am not them. Because that gives them this, it gives them less power. And when I was in a cycle of toxic negativity and emotions felt too big and like I drowned in them, so I avoided them. When they came up and it was usually like these feelings of sadness or anger even, that I would get so attached to that one emotion. Like that's who I am. That's what I am. When now I can see the spectrum of emotions and I know that I am none of them but that all of them will show up at some point and I get to acknowledge and process them there's real fucking power in that because now it stops me from shutting myself down right telling myself I shouldn't feel something now I get to actually feel it and I move through things so much fucking quicker 
I am one of the most emotional people that I know. And I say this all the time and people that are close to me in my life know this. I am a roller coaster of emotions, which very much ties into my human design type, right? I have an emotional authority and I no longer apologize for that. I no longer apologize for the emotions that I feel. I am an emotional being, but that's because I'm allowed to process them. That's because I don't get stuck in them and I don't shame myself for feeling them. And if I was to be all love and light and suggest that you don't feel the deep, dark, fucking big, ugly emotions, I'd be lying. It would be unrealistic. I'd be lying to myself and I'd be denying parts of myself that need to be seen. All parts of us need to be seen. So if someone brings something to you, for example, you know, they're going through a breakup, right? And it was a really toxic person that they were in a relationship with. So, you know, deep down, you're like, oh my God, thank God you got rid of that person. I saw this a mile off. Like you're so much better off without them. That person is still going to be hurting. That person is still going to be grieving the loss of relationship, whether it was toxic or not. So toxic positivity is like, well, he was a dick. You're better off without him, which is a denial of their own feelings and their experience. And it's invalidating for them. Whereas healthy optimism is like, I know it's so hard that you're going through this right now. I see how much you're struggling and I understand that. But know that it will get better in time and you're going to see this and I'm here to support you, right? Two very different responses to the same situation. So healthy optimism is, in my opinion, the balance that we need. We don't want to live in a world where we are victims, where we're in our problems all the time, where we're blaming the world for what's going on, right? We don't want to live in that that cycle of toxic negativity, of complaining. And you've got to be really careful with the words that you use with yourself and other people on a daily basis. And I see this so much, and this often comes out, and this is a bit of a tangent, um, but I'm just riffing. Um, This often comes out, in a form of humor or sarcasm, people get very addicted to making fun of their hurt and their pain and their suffering. And I fell into this trap and still have to catch myself. And I don't really like, I would say right now, there's no sort of pain or suffering I'm really going through, but in the past, for sure, where we send memes and we we laugh at our our suffering, which can feel really cathartic. It can feel really therapeutic when you're having these conversations with people that you think get it, right? They get me. We can all laugh over this collective bullshit. But the problem with that is it's actually still feeding the narrative of you being a victim, of you being in pain and suffering, of you blaming other people, of you blaming the world, or of you blaming men, which is a massive one that comes up in this day and age. And it actually keeps you stuck. Even though there's humor wrapped around it, even though there's jokes, it's still the thoughts that you're having about who you are and where you fit and what your story is. So I really try to not indulge in those kind of things anymore because it doesn't serve my highest self. So we don't allow ourselves to get stuck in the victim mentality. We don't allow ourselves to drown in our problems because it's unhealthy, because we get stuck there. But we also don't deny that we have problems. We don't deny that these things exist, that we're going through challenges, that we're allowed to feel these emotions that can feel really fucking overwhelming, right? 
We should have people in our lives that we can talk to and we can talk through these things that are going to give us the support that we need without pouring fuel on the fire, so to speak, and that can offer us that support and perspective. This is one of the biggest things I value about the people in my life, but also about the coaching space is that when you work with a coach, this is about them seeing you in your problems, in your stories, and being able to hold that space without judgment, right? In a safe container to go, I see you and I see how that's a struggle for you. And also let's see where that came from, right? Because all of this is always stemming back to childhood and the story that we've created from there, the belief that we've created from there that then drives us unconsciously into our adulthood. It's about holding space for that, supporting that, and giving you another perspective. Asking you those questions that maybe either you didn't feel ready to ask yourself or that just hadn't crossed your mind about how you can see things a different way. How you can look back at your past and be able to take a lesson from it. How you can look back at the things that are happening and see your growth because of it. And how you can, in these moments, the the challenges that are happening for you right now, real time, be able to shift the perspective in that moment. This is why I love coaching, because it's not only helped me so much, but then it allows me to help other women do the same. My mission on this earth, my purpose, is to help lead women home to themselves. And one of the beautiful ways I facilitate that is through these spaces of one-to-one coaching where we really look at where you are in your life, what's coming up for you, maybe where you're stuck in these patterns of toxic negativity, or even on the on the opposite end of that, toxic positivity and how we can bring some emotion back into it, some safety in the body back into it so that we can become more balanced, so that you can live a life of healthy optimism, this optimistic mindset, because ultimately that builds resilience. Ultimately that allows you to face challenges that come up for you in your life. It allows you to not just crumble when something goes wrong, And I used to be that person that if one thing happened, it would just throw me off entirely. I couldn't cope. I was completely overwhelmed and I would just shut down. My nervous system would shut the fuck down. And that is debilitating, right? You can be the most high functioning person in this world, going out, doing all the things, having the job and this and that. It doesn't mean that you're functioning well on the inside, It doesn't mean that your nervous system is safe, is feeling safe and calm. And it doesn't mean that you're feeling at peace. And ultimately, that's where we want to get to. This place where you can feel at peace within yourself and know that you've got you, regardless of what's going on outside. This is why I'm so fucking passionate about this work. We get to a place where we don't overgeneralize based on our past experiences And it's a beautiful fucking thing. It's an empowering thing. When you witness something happen that would have previously fucking triggered you and made you fly off the handle and that same thing happens and you have a different response to it. That is fucking awesome. We get to consciously choose. 
that the universe is always working for us and not against us. And this can be really a really foreign concept if you haven't ever stepped into that before, but it is probably the thing that will literally change your life. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this resonated with you, if you have any thoughts or anything you want to share on this, please send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to chat with you and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you would share it on your Instagram and tag me at Megan Scully underscore. Until next time, my love.